So do you do you have a favorite movie or um I feel like I have two favorite movies. Like if somebody asked me that question like you are now, I'm going to say two. Okay. I can't decide. Like I I feel like I like them for different reasons, so yeah, it's like a level, not a What are they? The Wedding Singer. Okay. Mhm. I like that one. Yeah. Um and Stand by Me. Mm. That is, I, that's definitely one of my favorites. I feel like that was a really important movie to my grandma, to Bumma. Oh, okay. Um, we used to listen to the soundtrack nonstop mm-hmm. when I was up here visiting, and she had songs for each of us. So David's song that reminded like her from of that him, soundtrack. Mm-hmm, oh, that's cool. Uh, was <clears throat> Lollipop, mm. and her song for me or that reminded her of me was I, wish I could do that i know i can only go like yeah mm-hmm. that's about it yeah um her song for me was mr lee okay do you remember that one i think so i i guess apparently when it would come on i would just like really Freak belt out. it out when when that one came on that's yeah. cool yeah uh so that yeah that movie's really important to me too um i would say I kind of have two as well mm-hmm. for totally different reasons. One of them is Forrest Gump. Okay. Like, That's literally, I could watch that movie anytime, any day. <laughs> could start it in the middle. That's how I feel about both of those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my second one would be The Birdcage. Which I haven't watched, and you just told me about it the other day? Ugh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Robin Williams, Nathan Lane... They're a gay couple. Robin Williams owns a drag club, and Nathan Lane is like the main star okay. of the show. And it, it's amazing. It's so if you if any of you have not watched it, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix right now. Um, so David and I always recite lines of movies to mm-hmm. each other all the time. It doesn't, and we find the most random lines in movies that I swear nobody else finds funny, but we do. <laughs> So, uh, I can think of one in particular that has literally cracked David and I up from the time that we saw it when Mm -hmm. I don't, like, as far back as I can remember. The movie All Dogs Go to Heaven. Okay. There's this one scene when Charlie, (laughs) I know, this one scene when Charlie first gets to heaven Mm -hmm. and he's dancing with the girl dog Mm -hmm. and they're spinning Mm -hmm. and the girl dog goes, oh, I'm getting dizzy. (laughs) And for some reason... (laughs) David and I latched onto that one line, and I, it's still something that we say to this day. <laughs> That's funny. I think, I don't know if it made it into the episode, but we talked about tattoos that we could maybe get, mm-hmm. and one of the things that we, another random line from a movie uh, was James and the Giant Peach, and they're singing this song, and the little, like, blind worm lady goes does it come with gravy (laughs) (laughs) and that came up as like a possible tattoo idea we're not getting that's a terrible idea but that just came up you know that's funny because it's another (laughs) that's a talent what just remembering those all those lines yeah yeah we there's a lot. That's cool. I, one day, David and I should just come up with, like, 
a list. Yeah, you know you what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, that makes sense to us and that are funny to us and that we remember. Because there's so many. Did you guys have a favorite movie growing up? I feel like it's almost the same as it is now. We had a lot. Mm. We we have so many movies that, that we watch together. I think that it was kind of our way of connecting when we weren't connecting so well when we were kids, yeah. you know? Like, that's yeah. the one thing that we had. Uh, Totoro was a big one mm. for us. Um, a, lot, a lot of those uh, Disney movies that were coming out at that time. Um, I don't think we really had, like, a favorite we just liked movies I guess kind of in a similar way like I don't feel like I'm good at movie lines but my dad is a really huge movie nut like always watching a movie I remember when we were little like he would like try and watch three in a row like it was like a challenge you know and like who would fall asleep first or whatever like when you guys are talking about that like it just reminds me of like that being connected like that with my dad just like hearing him say all these movie lines and stuff and just being like oh my gosh you're so weird (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna ask so during our talk with David Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes we click so much that I worry that we almost exclude people Oh, no, I don't. You didn't feel that way? Okay. Mm -mm. Because we, like, you know, him and I, we just, we, we click in a way that, like, I just don't really click with anyone else. Mm -hmm. It just, we just kind of, like, fall right back into this pattern of, I I don't know, I can't explain it because I literally don't have it with anyone else. Yeah. But it's good to know that it's not, like, annoying. No. (laughs) No, I thought it was fun to just watch you guys, um, like, when we were taking the pictures for the cover like that was fun it was just fun to like watch you guys yeah because yeah I think um for me it was cool because I know you guys don't get to spend a lot of time because you don't live in the same state so it was fun to like see you guys for the first time but you could obviously tell you guys were important to each other yeah 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 I think it's good It, it feels good to be able to do that with him now because we haven't always been um we've always had that connection Mm -hmm. but only and I think we touched on it in the podcast we've only recently really started to show our actual affection right. for each other and mm-hmm. love for each other um and honestly like I don't know why it took us so long because he's I couldn't I could not live without him he is my like my one sibling my one person that like can relate to me on a level that no one else can right I, I do realize that, like, a lot of siblings don't have that mm-hmm. connection. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of a a rare thing, but I'm I'm happy that we are able to see it n- now and... Like, appreciate it. Yeah, appreci- yeah. appreciate our, mm-hmm. our connection, for sure. Yeah. So what's David's favorite movie? Ooh, mm-hmm. I don't even know what his favorite mm-hmm. movie is. Like, our favorite movie to, like, maybe quote lines from currently or most recently (laughs) is probably mean girls Mm. is a big one Mm -hmm. i'm sure he wouldn't say that's his favorite movie but that's a big one for us to like quote lines to um he stand by me is probably on his list for sure um i don't know we just have so many (laughs) yeah we just have so many (laughs) that's awesome well I'm glad that you got to talk with David. Me glad too. that you got to interact with him. Me too. And um, I actually wanted to ask you this question because I feel like we went into the interview um, thinking we were going to be talking 
more about maybe a different topic, mm-hmm. which just makes me excited to have him back next time so I that know. we can like talk about I what know. we actually yeah. thought we were going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. I, that was, yeah. What we ended up talking about was kind of a happy accident. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that we would kind of start off there and then quickly move on to the subject that we were going to talk about, but it ended up being yeah. mostly about where we started. Yeah. And our basically our childhood and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So yeah. that was really cool. I forgot <laughs> that I had asked him. So we totally forgot to ask him to give us a question to ask someone else mm-hmm. beforehand. Um, I bugged him about it and not bugged him, but I texted <laughs> him and I was like, hey, give me a question. I got to ask somebody something. We'll say it in the intro. He actually asked a question for you. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says... I know you were born and raised in Fairbanks, Alaska. What's your favorite place you've ever visited? Where's your dream vacation destination? And if you could live anywhere, where would it be? Mm. So, and then he said, after that, he said, kind of a three-part question, haha. Like, obviously, you really said okay. that. Yes, that. So Remind, you want to start, let's start let's with start the first, first one. one. Yeah. I feel like my favorite place I ever visited was, I just really like going to Kailua, Kona Hawaii okay I feel very much at home there um similar to how I feel here Here. being here yeah Mm -hmm. okay that's that's a good one I love Hawaii I've only been there once but I Mm -hmm. loved it (laughs) um if you could live anywhere where would it be Mm. I don't know I feel like I can't accurately answer that question because I've never lived anywhere else so I don't really feel like I want to live anywhere else like I don't I don't know you haven't visited anywhere that you were like I need to live here I don't think so because even even when we go to Hawaii I love coming back yeah here yeah I don't know there's something about it's weird there's something about this place yeah it really does suck people in I feel like I I've enjoyed everywhere I've visited but I yeah it's like no I'll go back home now (laughs) (laughs) well David did come back home uh, for a little bit t- to visit and we were able to get him in for an episode and talk with him which was really cool I was really excited he was really excited mm-hmm. and uh, I hope you guys enjoy listening to David it was cool this year because we actually got to see each other twi- twice like yeah. I just saw you in September oh, right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when I went down to South Carolina which was a trip yeah, yeah, it was the trip. Just me and Charlotte traveling. Mm-hmm. That was like my first time traveling that far, you know, without Stephen, with her. Um, but she did really good on all the planes and everything, and she really liked going to the farm and all the horses. All the horses. Lord help me. And the beach for like twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah. there was the hurricane. Oh, while we were there, so we got to the beach and then like. That night, yeah. we'd only been there. We hadn't even been there for a day. It had been like a few hours. Yeah, but we yeah, there. four. I think I feel like it was like four hours after we got there because yeah. we had to run and try to find all that stuff for her to go to the beach and enjoy it. And oh then, right, I heard that story. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then we got back to the hotel and they're like, "Well, they're evacuating, so we have to leave by noon tomorrow." Brutal. Such mm-hmm. a mess. Yeah, that's one thing I do like about Alaska, like 
as crazy as earthquakes go. Like, that's about as... Yeah. Yeah. And those are way worse than Anchorage. Yeah. But, you know... You, you get some snow. You get some ice. That's yeah. pretty yeah, we much can it. That. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. It's weird because <clears throat> I obviously didn't grow up here. I mean... Kind of. I mean, I was, you know, I visited. You still came every year. Yeah, quite yeah. a bit. Whether it was the summer or Christmas time or both. Yeah. yeah. But it's, you know, since I lived outside for most of my life, but like Jordan was born and raised here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were pretty much. Born and raised. Born yeah. and raised so here. With a touch of South Carolina thrown in there. Yeah. 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 And like a hint of Florida. I don't like to. <laughs> I don't consider that. No, I try to block that out. But yeah. Um, so I think that's probably the weirdest thing when I'm telling people like about my background or my childhood is, you know, they, I, they always know immediately how close we are, but when I tell them we didn't grow up in the same house, that's always really confusing and <clears throat> such a long story. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a big question. There's a big answer. But usually <laughs> I'm just like born and raised in Alaska. I moved here. Because I needed a change was when people asked me in Kentucky why I moved down. So yeah, because that's even that adds on like an additional level of confusion. Yeah, like <laughs> why are you in Kentucky of all places? Like, yeah. I well, roll. But yeah. you guys lived there before, right? I or did. you did, yeah. right? Yeah. We never lived there together. Okay. I visited when she lived there, when my when she lived with my mother, mm-hmm. and then she would come up and visit me when I lived up here. You so we kind of yeah, we pretty much swapped. Yeah. <laughs> We lived here at the same time for a few years. A few years. Like, what? When you were 2008 eight? 2008 to whenever you moved. 2015? Okay, yeah. so yeah. yeah 2015. Seven so. years. Yeah, it flew by, I guess. Yeah, I that seemed really quick. Yeah. But yeah, it's always like hard to... It's like, well, we were in the same house until I was... Seven and you were ten, or was it eight and eleven? I was eleven. I, 11. Yeah, I moved um, December of nineteen ninety eight. I was eleven years old. I was at Bates Middle School in Sumter, South Carolina. Yeah, and I went from Sumter, South Carolina, Bates Middle School of like three thousand children to North Pole Middle School, where it's like three hundred. So <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It was quite quite the difference, but no, it was it was cool. I was happy. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I was just always super jealous. That you got to come and live with Bama and Papa. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a part of me, like, initially, because we, like, you weren't very nice to me (laughs) (laughs) when when we were younger. Well, you're kind of the scapegoat. I mean, unfortunately, that's kind of the only person I could take any type of anger or frustration out on because, obviously, our mother couldn't do that. So, because that would just turn into knockout, dragout fights. Yeah. Yeah, I always say that you guys, like, you guys really, like, bumped heads. And then, yeah, it was like you're, then you just kind of deflected onto me. And so I'm sure a part of me, like, the first couple weeks to a month was a little relieved. Like, it yeah. felt kind of nice. Oh, yeah. But yeah. then I think. It was quiet, I'm sure, after I left. <laughs> I mean, I was the the one making waves every day. So I left and it was, like, just calm and cool, yeah. I'm sure, for at least for a while. Yeah. So. And I think, too, that, like, I didn't realize that 
I didn't realize how long, like in my head, it didn't make sense. Like, you know what I mean? It, I was too young, I think, to comprehend that you were going to be gone forever. Like we weren't going to be, from that moment forward, we would not be raised in the same house. I think that was probably, I don't think I realized that until maybe, I mean, it took a while until. Yeah, I, I mean, I I was just so happy to not be there just to be out of the toxic environment yeah. i mean it just wasn't good for anybody i don't think yeah. so just just relief for me too to just not have to deal with the same did shit you, every day did you realize from the beginning that it was permanent i hoped so i mean right. i always hoped that it no, i wouldn't get messed with and of course that didn't happen but uh yeah uh, for a while i mean sixth grade to about eighth grade i was pretty much untouched yeah so it's just, um, so I guess maybe to explain, I, we, we were living with my, our mom and stepdad, and then you were sent? Pretty much. Did you, um, yeah, did you ask? Like, I was given the go? option. Okay. I was given the option. I remember, I even remember we were on our way. We were, Denise and I were in the back seat of the car. And my mother was driving us to one of the stables. We had two horses, well, a horse and a mini horse. We had a Jerry and Myra. Pony. She was a mini pony, right? Was she? I don't know. She was tiny. She was mean. What was, what was her name? <laughs> her name was Myra. Myra, okay. <laughs> and she probably weighed all of like 250 pounds. I mean, she was a tiny little horse, but we'd still ride her. Um, it was pretty funny. <laughs> but we were on our way to feed and probably muck the stalls or something, and this was after a really big incident had happened and like OCS was sent to the house and the cops and I was, in, I was interviewed. I think Denise was interviewed. Uh, the neighbors were interviewed. And I think that was like the final straw, I think, for my mother as well. Um, and she just said, well, do you want to live with how would you feel about living with your father? And I was kind of like, um, you know, oh, I guess I could, you know, at that point it would be better than living, you know, in the situation I felt like I was in at the time. Um, and then she goes, well, would you want to live with your grandmother in Alaska? And I like, I just remember being like ecstatic. Like, I can't believe she even asked me that question. Like it was even an option. And so I jumped on it. I mean, yeah, like that's where I want to go. That's where I want to live. I don't remember that at all. I even remember like the fence and like going down one of the roads and it came to like a T and we had to take a right. Like I remember that conversation where that was, where like the location, everything, Mm -hmm. but I don't remember that conversation. Maybe you, I I feel like you were there. Maybe you weren't, but usually if we were going to fee, I mean, we were put to work. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. we were definitely doing something. I was probably just looking at something just off of my old, my probably, probably. But yeah, I don't remember that. So were you so excited because you had like been to Alaska or because you were really close with your grandparents or uh, all of the above i mean yeah. alaska's always felt like home yeah um, for me too yeah just it's just always felt like home i mean every time we'd leave it was like the worst thing in the world mm-hmm. and then when we knew it was coming up it was like we had something to look forward to and like it was just so exciting yeah um i think the biggest thing at least for me was the stability every mm-hmm. time we came it was the exact same house it was the exact same people mm-hmm. It was the exact same situation, and it was loving, and it mm-hmm. was just fun, and it was just... the opposite of what we we grew up in. Yeah, I mean, because we were in a different house all the much. time, is what you were saying. Oh yeah, elementary school. I'm pretty sure I went to five different elementary schools for mm-hmm. five years, mm-hmm. um, and then sixth grade. Of course, you go from elementary school to middle school, so that was another change. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, no no real consistency, no stability. I mean, you, I'd have a best friend for a year and then have to make another one and then another one and then another one and yeah. it just got really old. And Yeah. I don't even remember, like, so I, I remember going to, like, Millwood and uh, th- those places, but I don't, and I remember maybe the house on Keels. Was that the one right before Trailmore? Yes. So I don't remember anything before. For that, I feel like was Orangeburg thrown in there. Was that before Keels or after? That was before. Was so... Orangeburg was before. Okay, I remember that. Um, let's see. And then the, let's see. I did Pineview, Millwood, Wilder. Um, this is so crazy to me because I literally grew up in one house, <laughs> and I bought a house in the same neighborhood. So yeah. it's like I'm like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, bounced around a lot. And you can't even, I mean, technically we're military brats, but that's not why we moved around so much. Yeah. That's the reason we were born in Alaska. But other than that, that was just my mother always had a, she had to fix up a house and get rid of it. Yeah. Fix it up and get rid of it and move on and move on. Like she never really wanted to stay in one place for too long. And we unfortunately dealt with that. She's been in the exact same house since I graduated high school and moved out. That's not a slap in the face. <laughs> so that's what, 11 years? Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And I tell her that all the time. Like, yeah. how nice of you to find like your forever home after I moved out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is her forever home too, at least for a long time. It's the longest I've, I mean, it's the longest she's ever lived in a house in my lifetime. Well, mine too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, 31 years. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was a lot. And I think the longest place um, we lived before that must have been Trailmore. I mean, that was maybe, what, yeah. two years, maybe three? Maybe three. Well, because we and moved. That's the, that's the house we were in when you left. When I left. So I'm yeah. pretty sure that was fifth. I was there about a year and a half, I feel like, fifth grade and then half a sixth. Mm-hmm. From what I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember coming back to visit, I think, once. So At maybe like two and a half. Because then after that, it was the farm. Yeah, because I moved... When we moved to the farm, I was in fifth grade. And I would have been... So I would have been in at Trailmore till fourth grade. So seventh grade. So yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah, yeah. seventh grade. Because then eighth grade is when I came to visit and it was on the farm mm-hmm. so how was that for you to like be removed and then like come back and visit was it weird or i mean it's kind of hard to explain because it's just like we always grew up well summertime you go visit your other part of the family or like you just mm-hmm. doesn't matter where you are you're going to be somewhere else mm-hmm. visiting okay um yeah. We I mean, very used to leaving for yeah a couple weeks or in more summer. in the summertime and around Christmas a lot, too. Uh-huh. Um, and my mother was always moving around. So, I mean, it wasn't really a shocker that she had someplace else, you know, I was going to visit. I mean, mm-hmm. up until the, her house she's in now, every time I came to visit, I feel like she was in a different house. So. Except for maybe the farm? Because we were at the farm for five years. So maybe, I feel like the farm, though, I only came, like, maybe twice. I could be wrong. But, I I mean, I remember one time in particular, the like, the first time, um... 
And that's, you know, grandma and grandpa were, I just moved in across the way mm-hmm. and my allergies were really bad. Of course, <laughs> our mother refused to do anything. I can't see. My eyes are like swollen shut. I can't breathe. I'm like wheezing. I'm only like, you know, 12, 13 years grandma old. Grandma used to sneak me back. And yeah, and, yeah. And grandma was like my saving grace because mm-hmm. she'd give me like a little inhaler and like a Benadryl just to mm-hmm. make me breathe. Why sneak? Because mom didn't want us taking it. Like just medicine in general. Yeah, medicine in general. She did not. No. I mean, want I'd have headaches. I mean, I remember were, you had really bad yeah, headaches. I got really like cluster migraines as a kid for a long time. Yeah. Um, and she, I mean, I remember you came to visit one time with a bottle of Excedrin, Excedrin migraine, migraine. Mm-hmm. and she was like, "Nope." Yep. Yeah. Well, she, I still took. I, yeah. yeah, I still took it, but yeah. You know. <laughs> but yeah, so I I had really bad allergies too, and Grandma had initially given me some, and granted, like Benadryl knocks me out like i'm useless if i'm on better but at least i'm not you know i can breathe yeah yeah, dying so um i was taking it in the summertime for at least a couple days and i'm sure i was sleeping more or whatever but like i said i wasn't dying and my mom realized that that's what was happening and she took them from me and so the next time like the next day or two days later, something like that, I went over to grandma's house and I was probably complaining about it. And she was like, she just gets up. She doesn't say anything. She gets up, she gets a little baggy and she like puts some of the, I just remember I've seen all there's, there were so many like little pink pills (laughs) in there. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, just take these. Like, it's fine, whatever. And, but I remember mom arguing with her and being like, I don't want her to get hooked on them. Like what? Yeah. It's been a dream. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, so that was, yeah, my, I think that's the worst my allergies have ever been. Do you remember, was it the first time? Do you remember when I got impetigo at the what? farm? I had I that, that flesh word. eating <gasps> bacteria on my face and it grew and like it started as like a pimple and it spread everywhere. Oh and like God. literally mom did not take me to that little urgent care place till like my face was oozing and bleeding. Oh, no. Like it was, oh. I had patches of like scabs that would just ooze all over my face. It was really oh bad. God. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. And I had to get like all these steroids and all kinds of creams because she let it go too long. <laughs> I'm like mom, this is not a zit. Like this, <laughs> this is not puberty. Like you should have acne. It's the, fine. Yeah, no, it's actually a flesh-eating bacteria. Like, oh it's a reason God. to take your child to the doctor. <laughs> um, I do remember when we were on Trailmore, I broke my wrist mm-hmm. like three days before <laughs> my birthday, my ninth birthday party or something, and it was just in like an ace bandage yeah. for three days before finally she took me to the dinky little urgent <laughs> care doctor's care doctor care yep in doctor sumter <laughs> and they were like took an x-ray and they're like yeah it's, it's fractured <laughs> yeah. like she's gonna need a cast and blah blah, blah. and it was like didn't you have like oh, a bouncy gonna, house yes. or something at your birthday party <laughs> yes i saw the pictures from my birthday party where i'm in a bouncy house like with an ace, ace bandage, bandage and it was broken yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh yeah Put some frozen peas, and on it's not it like my, our mother's uh, like anti-doctor or like you know no. you know homeopathic or anything and like that. And we had insurance. It's oh yeah, like we had was... we had great insurance. We had yeah. Tricare like through the military, so she wouldn't have yeah. to pay anything. It wasn't about money. I don't know. Maybe inconvenience. I'm I was not like, sure. Well, what was it about? I yeah. don't know. I, I don't know. know. I'll have to ask her about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, why? Why didn't we get yeah. <laughs> Remember that time? Um, yeah. Yeah. That happened in high school, too. I was, like, I was in so much pain in my back that I thought I had, like, 
dislocated something or something was wrong. It turned out I had a kidney infection. Ooh, yeah, that's <clears> painful. <throat> but I was in pain. I was in so much pain. I couldn't even walk for like a couple days. And then she was like, well, I'll be home from Louisville tomorrow. So I'll take you tomorrow. <laughs> and she did. And they, you know, did all these tests on me. But it was so bad. They didn't even think that it was that mm-hmm. because it had gotten so bad mm-hmm. that they were like, you must have yeah. kidney stones or this or that. So I went through like an MRI and like all this stuff to like check. And they're like, I don't know what's wrong. And then finally, so I actually you just need some antibiotics. They, they, they gave me a, a pain meds and sent me home. Mm. And I like when we got home, I Googled it. I was like, what are these? You know, I was like Googling it. And the first thing that popped up was kidney infection. So I was like, mom, please take me back have them test my pee and like let's you know let's see or whatever and sure enough that's what it was hmm. it's like these are the kind of places we were going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh uh, yeah so you um came up here at 11 and we kind of yeah did you guys communicate like after you I guys I feel like split? we did a little bit and I honestly I don't know if you remember this but I remember the first time I realized like we had a connection and like I actually missed you was when we mom took me to pick you up from school and I think you were still in elementary school I think it was like either the first or maybe second fifth year grade. I was gone yeah fifth grade and me, uh yeah. and I just remember being so excited and you like with just this like big burst of blonde hair running towards me and I just remember hugging and like yeah. just just missed you like genuinely. Yeah, I think we maybe even both not cried, but at least I remember I remember I that's it's funny that you say that because I remember feeling very surprised by my emotions yeah. when I saw you. Yeah. And being like To be that excited. Whoa. Yeah. Like I I must actually love him. Like I must <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. She's not as terrible as I thought. <laughs> um well I think after you left, you know, I didn't really I wasn't a very I was a people pleaser. Yeah. Like as a kid, I was a total people pleaser. I didn't, I never stood up for myself or anything like that. It was just like, I'll just do whatever it takes to not have anyone <laughs> make, mad at me. Yeah, don't make like, any waves. Just, yeah. yeah. And so I think when you left, I lost my voice. Like, because there was, <clears throat> there was a few times that I can clearly remember that you were my, like, savior and it didn't happen often because most of the time you were against me (laughs) (laughs) but there are definitely several times where you you were the one that like stood up for me and said like you know or or even if it wasn't stood up to me to anybody it was like you comforted me or you helped me through something i mean i i always kind of had the big brother you know like you know she's younger she's I kind of need to look out for her. I remember there was like kids in the neighborhood every once in a while I'd stick up for you and be like, you know, you leave her alone or um, that one Derek kid who kept messing with you. And so, I mean, as much as I picked on you, I still made sure it was, you know, nobody else could pick on you. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Only me. That yeah. was my job. So, And I think probably switching to a new, you know, going to the farm, switching to a brand new school district mm-hmm. <clears throat> and everything else, that was probably the trigger for me. Because now I'm, you know, I had always done that with you. I'd yeah. always gone to new schools with you. And we had always kind of, I still remember when we first moved in on Trailmore. I'll never forget this. We, I was in the bathroom. We were both in the bathroom, maybe brushing our teeth or something. And you left. And I just shouted out like, there's a, there's someone in my class with the last name Fitzpatrick. And he, 
like, just started laughing. You're like, me too. Like, we just kind of weirdly, like, yeah. bonded with, like, new surroundings yeah. and like meeting new people and stuff. well and we <laughs> so were usually <laughs> even though we do you were, remember that just i don't remember no, that in okay. particular but i i do remember <laughs> like because in school we wouldn't all obviously be in the same class or even the same recess but we'd ride the same bus mm-hmm. and we'd always go to the same like after school program it wasn't as scary yeah we had somebody with us until yeah. we kind of found our own friends you usually found <laughs> friends early, quicker than i did yeah i was usually again, the, i was a people pleaser yeah <laughs> i was usually a loner i'd sit back observe or i'd hang out with like the staff not you know what i mean like yeah. i was always kind of over like all the shenanigans that yeah. the kids did so yeah <laughs> um so i think that being my first school that i went to without having my you know my partner you know my yeah. the other person in the house that's going through the exact same mm-hmm. thing i am that was the first school that i was like i don't know what to do like i'm i'm lost like david can't tell me where to go yeah. he i have to do this on my own mm-hmm. and i think that's probably why that particular visit was so like, like he's back. Like, yeah, 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 he's like, here. Yeah. yeah, he's here. And then you came in, and it was like I remember um, him coming in, and my one of my friends being like, "Whoa, he's so tall!" <laughs> or like you know all this stuff. It was like because I was still the new kid, it was kind of yeah. cool to have like my big brother come in and people like him or you know ask questions and stuff. It kind of even helped me fit in there a little bit quicker you mm-hmm. know because it was like yeah. a conversation piece or something mm-hmm. you know and An always yeah yeah my brother that that's from alaska yeah, you know alaska. Alaska. in alaska yeah. it was that's a big deal yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> quite the novelty yeah. yeah south carolina they're all about it um so i think that's probably a good indication for both of us like when Mm-hmm. both kind of realized like oh yeah and i feel like after that is when we'd actually like talk on the phone and mm-hmm. you know and and just kind of communicate and talk you know just be friends you know yeah. more than just siblings actually become friends yeah um i think when i would come and visit too it was like it was different after that too mm-hmm. it was like i wanted to hang out with you it wasn't yeah just, and i wanted you there yeah yeah i wanted you to be around yeah. yeah. It wasn't just I was going to visit Bum and Papa and Dana. Yeah. It was like I'm I'm going to visit my brother mm-hmm. and everyone else. Um So it's yeah, it's interesting to think back on it and think like cuz I mean, so that was what how how long in between like a good year and a half maybe after you left before like kind of realizing that Yeah. That was something that we, we were both missing. Yeah, it, it did. Because, it, you know, the first year, I'm sure I was a spoiled brat, you know, because, you know, when you go from living with your parents, your grandparents and, <laughs> yeah. my, you know, I'm sure my grandma, Bama, had a, a hard, I know she had a hard time trying to adjust going from the grandparent role to the parent role. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was a spoiled brat. I mean, I <laughs> probably still am. So uh, it's just, I've always been. Um, now it's just voluntary. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but she would... Um, she was also the only adult, even as a child, that I could remember actually caring if they were upset with me. Mm-hmm. Um, if my, you know, my mom was mad, that's just how she was. She was always mad, so yeah. it didn't matter. Our father was never really angry. He was never really a disciplinarian. I don't ever remember really remember him getting on to me too bad because it was like vacation whenever we saw him. Yeah. Um, but Bama was like, if she was like. If she was just disappointed or she was upset with me, it would like break my heart. Like even as a, as a child, like which is funny because she said yeah. the same thing. Like, yeah, I I just 
And I was, I was a, I was a handful. I really was. I mean, I did what I wanted to do. I had my mindset on what I wanted to do. You couldn't tell me what I, what to do if I didn't want to do it. But if she told me to do it, I may not like it, but I would do it. Yeah. Um, so I think that was kind of the difference. And I still thank God that that's where I grew that's up. That's where you, yeah, ended who up. knows, honestly, I mean, who knows if I stayed with my mother. Is it weird to think about that? Like, it is. It is. I mean, I still went through some, some crazy times, but <laughs> they could have been a lot worse. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 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 It, uh, I don't even, I don't even know what, what it would look like if you had stayed. We, I can't even imagine no, I, what it would look like if you had stayed. I really can't either. I mean, I of course you can think of the absolute worst, but you don't know right. if that's how it tur- it would turn out. But mm-hmm. I can't see it being any better than I am right now. So no, no, it was definitely not the place for you for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bama was just so much more like understanding and involved yeah i think mom was very hands-off and like she would wait for the report card and then that's when we get in trouble it wasn't like checking in with the you Mm -hmm. know with the teachers now and then how is he doing or um you know what what does he need to do to make this up she was very involved and and i needed to be i need someone i needed someone on my ass the whole time because i was just gonna screw around and do what i wanted to do so i was smart enough like i didn't have to study for tests i a lot of things came very easily and naturally to me um i mean if if homework wasn't a thing, I probably would have graduated with a 4.0. You know, yeah. I just, laziness. I, I say that too, actually. Yeah, like, what's the point in this? Yeah. I'd be like, this is ridiculous. School is from this time to this time. That's when we're supposed to be doing our work. We right. shouldn't have to go home and do more work. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And I still believe that. Yeah. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was, um, I still remember, like, waiting or, like, getting home and immediately checking the mail to, mm-hmm. like, make sure that, like, really I could grab my report card. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I did that to Bum a couple times, but she knew. She, I, I'm sure she did. I mean, by the time I was in high school, she had all my teachers' email addresses and <laughs> direct phone numbers and their extensions to their classroom. So, I mean, she was pretty involved. Yeah. I couldn't get too much past her. I mean, I got a lot past her, but. Yeah. <clears throat> um, fast forward a little bit to after you graduated and then after um, – like I was in Kentucky. So I was in Kentucky pretty much right when you graduated, right? 2005? Yes. Okay. So I moved up <clears throat> to Kentucky with mom in 2005. <clears throat> Same year you graduated. Why didn't we go to your graduation? I just realized that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I remember telling our father not to come, but I, I don't remember... remember uh, I don't remember. It doesn't, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a surprise though. Like, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't heartbroken over it. It didn't surprise me that she yeah. wouldn't come up. And obviously if she didn't come up, you weren't coming up. So, right. and it was May. So I'm sure you were still in school, which is probably an excuse. Oh, maybe. maybe. And oh, she was working was. for like the magazine and things and that mm-hmm. thing. So, mm-hmm. um, hmm. yeah, that's weird. I yeah. just, I just realized that. Um, <laughs> Um, I just remember, like, I feel like that, like, when we moved to Kentucky is, even though we were already close. You sure didn't move the year before I graduated? Because you were already in, like, your second or third house in that townhouse when I came down. We, uh, the townhouse was the second house. Was the second one? Okay. Mm -hmm. And we had only lived at the other place. That was the big one downtown, right? No. (laughs) The little, the smaller townhouse in the gated community. Yeah, that was the second house. Then, then we moved after that 
to the big house. Oh, okay. To the big, okay. gotcha. Like gotcha. Yeah. historical. Mm-hmm. I love that house. Um, but we were only in the other one. That, remember, I told you we lived in that house off, off Winchester. of Winchester, mm-hmm. and I was only in that for my first semester of sophomore year, which would have been two thousand five. Because remember when you came, mm-hmm. we went to Lafayette to get me enrolled halfway through the year. Vaguely. We like walked in and I was Yeah, I was yeah, yeah, cuz cuz uh I was that's where again. uh Jim Barney went to school, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were looking at yeah. seeing his picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ernest. Jim Barney. Uh, yeah, Ernest, Ernest P. Worrell, yeah. Ernest? He plays the dachshund in Toy Story the first two. Ah, the voice. Oh, that's a better one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's when everybody Ernest? Yeah. No, I don't know an Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's another Southern thing. Yeah. Okay, well, there were a lot of Ernest movies. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest scared stupid. Yeah, they're they're great. They're worth the watch. I remember we had a in one one of my classes. We had a, there's a poster of him, but it was like. 30 different pictures of his face and it was like an emotion underneath so it was like sad happy <laughs> laughing like it was and, mm-hmm. but i it, i thought always thought it was funny because i was like i wonder if this is in any other school or just this one. <laughs> probably just that one yeah. <laughs> yeah. um yeah so we went to enroll me and you they had like a hall of like famous people that mm-hmm. have gone there which is nobody that we know so mostly sports and like kentucky sports players or maybe, and, okay po- politicians maybe, maybe yeah. or something but ernest know. was but Ernest, out, yeah, yeah was, <laughs> David was like Jim Barney. <laughs> it's like this school's cool. You can go here. <laughs> but I was like, at that point, I was. This was my third high school, and I was transferring halfway through the year mm-hmm. because the first high school I went to, where I met Carrie, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Station, was like a terrible <laughs> school. Very hood. Very yeah. <laughs> terrible Mm -hmm. so um and i guess mom didn't know that beforehand mom had a very (laughs) interesting way of of describing uh schools and areas in town yeah um so when once i went there and she kind of realized that it was a terrible school like after the first semester she switched me to lafayette Mm. so well, and we also moved. We moved from the Winchester house to the house uh, downtown, that mm-hmm. town home in the gated community. Um, and that was, uh, by, that, by that time, that was my third school, and I was, like, over it. My third high school, yeah. and I was yeah. over yeah. it. I was yeah. like, I don't care to make friends. I don't care. It's like, I'm just going to mm-hmm. do my work and whatever. And, um I mean, I did end up making friends, but I was yeah. just so against it. Well, that's like, how I was when I went to Rutherford and Panama City. Like, I had, yeah. I did not want to talk to anybody. I don't even. I think I made like one friend, and that's only because it was his first day as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was. Yeah. What grade was that for you? I was. Tw- I actually it was twice. So it was. Ha- it was a quarter, almost a semester of freshman year, and then also sophomore year. So, because I had to go back twice, remember? Why well, I do remember that, but what happened? The first time, there was the the custody thing, the child support, and all that, uh, you know, grown-up nonsense that went on um, between my mother and Bama and our father. And they had compromised and decided, well, if I move and I stay with our father, then I'm closer to our mother, but don't have to live with her. Um, so, they, like, talked it up and made it sound like it was going to be this great thing. I'm going to go live yeah. with him and his wife and her son and... 
they really like i really felt played i mean they made it sound like it was going to be this great experience um who's they uh my mama and uh my grandpa and papa and my father and his wife um they really talked it up oh you come down here and you can live here you'll have a, you know you can get a kitten and you'll get a computer and you'll be able to communicate it's going to be great well it was not i mean it was awful um so that did not work out and it got to the point where um like you know i was i don't think i was necessarily suicidal but i was acting out a lot and um, my stepmother was just horrible and would say horrible things and just be ex- like punitive on, on consequences and things like that for absolutely no reason. Um, so they decided that I needed to go back to live with my grandma with, but they didn't say anything to my mother. So my mother got pissed because she didn't know. Oh my gosh. I remember her finding out. Yeah. And then I remember being there when she found so out. So after they sent me back, because I basically told them you're, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm going to run away. I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not staying I'm here not, basically. Yeah. yeah. So side note though, that mm-hmm. is kind of crazy to just not tell. <laughs> I mean, I get, I've. I understand. No, I, I agree. But... Yeah. I mean, that was, like I said, that was the, the, I mean, that was the parents. They were the adults. They were the adults. And, <laughs> yeah, the, you know, totally. I can only be no, yeah, not you. accountable that's just, for that's so That's crazy to not tell. Yeah. Okay. But so, yeah. So they shipped me back up there, which was great. I was like, finally, you know, get me the, f- the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, and mom got pissed and filed uh, custody paperwork and had to go to court and, um, ended up having to go back. It was about like six months afterwards. Times. Yeah, we had to go to court in Columbia, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Super awkward. Um, I ended up s- staying the night with my our stepsister Jennifer the night before um, and hanging out with her. And she took me to court because I had to testify or yeah, make a statement. I, I was never um, taken into the courtroom. Right. So, so I had to be, I got brought in because they had already started the session. It was Bama and Papa. And I'm not, I can't even remember if our father was there. It might've just been Bama and Papa and uh, Mom and so Greg. so many times. But then like Mom and Greg had uh, Debbie, Miss Debbie and Donald, like a bunch of people. Um, and uh, so I remember having to go in there and make a statement. They basically said, who do you want to live with? Why do you want to live there? I said it. Um, said my piece and left. Well, and then the court decided, well, he needs to go back to his father's house, which was like the absolute worst decision. That's why I left in the first place is because this was a hellhole. It was terrible. Um, so then they sent me back and I acted out even more. Right. I did run away um, a few times. I did. Uh, say it was several times, right? Because I kind of remember hearing that too, but I was pretty much like not yeah. told you know, unless it was from you, right. I was kept in the dark on most of what was going on. Yeah, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a really really dark time. Um, like a like I said, like at the beginning of the conversation, I was like, I try not to think about Florida. Yeah. Um, but when I do, it just brings up a lot. I mean, it was it's hard to explain how terrible it was just to be a kid in that position and have this you know this woman that loves you so much and you're taken away and like. You don't um, understand why. So, like, part of my punishment, my stepmother would not let me talk to my grandma, like, for stupid things. Like, if I wouldn't kill a cockroach in the cabinet, like, I wouldn't be allowed to talk to my grandma that night. Like, bullshit reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was just, it was awful. It was terrible. And finally, I did it. The last time I ran away um, was when they appointed me the guardian ad litem, Rex Anderson or something like that. He was, uh, he was a, he worked for the state of South Carolina. Um and then I think, again, I got sent back up to Alaska without my mother knowing. I feel like that's how it happened. It was kind of a blur. 
And who did, like, was was that decided Well, by? I had already gone and talked to my friend Lonnie in Fairbanks, and, like, I'd already gotten their credit card information. I was going to buy it. Like, I had, I was ready to buy a ticket and call a cab and get my ass out of there. Like, you know, this is pre-9-11. I mean, you could pretty much yeah. travel. And if you were under 18, you didn't have to have an ID, just a ticket. So, okay. I mean, I was prepared to leave, and I told him. I was like, I'm not staying here. I'll be gone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I'll kill myself before you make me stay here. Um, it was It was really, really bad. Um, and so they were just like, all right, well, I guess we can't do anything with them. So send them back up to Alaska. And then I think that's when the state of uh, South Carolina sent the guardian ad litem up there. Cause I was technically, he, I, he was my guardian. I wasn't, Oh, interesting. yeah, I didn't belong to any family members at the time. It was up for him to decide where I was going to be. So he actually came up for like a week or two. And he was just like observing. Right. Okay. He was, Yeah, he was my guardian that was given to me by the state. Mm-hmm. So I was technically not really foster care, but like, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he had to go up there and figure out if it was a good, like he interviewed all my teachers. He went to the high school with me. Um, he went out like on random outings when we'd go with my grandparents. Um and he decided that's where I needed to be. So thank God for him. Yeah. I mean, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars of court fees later. But finally, sophomore year, the end of sophomore year, when it was like, I'm actually here. Like, I can breathe. Because it was like... And did, you, after, did you feel a sense of, like, relief? After that, yes, like, I did. I did. Because I was like, I'm 16. Like, I'm going to be 18 in two years. Like, this is ridiculous. Um, yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. So after, cause it was literally like eighth grade, the end of eighth grade... And then, of course, freshman, sophomore year were all very mm-hmm. tumultuous and, and crazy for me. Um, but then, yeah, so junior year was like, and that's when I met Cindy. I met my best friend, Cindy, the summer before junior year. And, yeah, I mean, that's that's when I knew I was good. Like, mm-hmm. no one's going to touch me. I'm I'm here for good until I'm ready to go myself. So I can only imagine, like, how good that felt after, like, years of... Just Unknown. being pulled in like different directions oh, yeah. and really not knowing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, to me, it's it's so I've heard bits and pieces, but I've never heard you say like the whole story before. And it's just especially I think now as a parent, like I just can't believe that you just didn't know where you're like where yeah. you were going to be no. living. No, I'm so often, you know, for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Or to feel yeah. like the best scenario was to like anything else other than live at that house, mm-hmm. like to run away or to, um, I guess I'm just thinking like, you know, for me, I'd be like, well, what are my consequences going to be if they find out that, you know, if yeah. I run away and something doesn't work out, but for yeah. you, it was like, I don't care. I just no. cannot be here. I will literally do anything. Exactly. And that's, yeah. that's what it was. I mean, it was, which is scary. Well, and it's, it's yeah. kind of like, you know, we had a really close relationship with our father when we were younger because it was, he was the fun dad. It was the vacation dad. Like, I mean, he had, when he'd get a house, when he moved to like Savannah, he made sure there was a pool and we had mm-hmm. our own rooms and, um, it was a great time. And then just for this man who we, you know, idolized and looked up to so much and just loved so much for him to just change and switch and just let this new woman and her son just into his life and just be, he's just not this, he's literally not the same person. I mean, he's the shell of a man he once was. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard to, you know, to realize at such a young age. Right. Um, that, you know, he's not there and he's let it like literally watching his wife say these things to me and treat me this way. And literally, like, look at him and be like, I'm going to kill myself if you don't let me go. And for him just to be like, oh, 
I guess uh, we got to figure something out. Like it, like just to is like a I don't know, just to see him not even bat an eye at it. Just was kind of like, oh well, that's it. Then I'm good. I'm done. And really, since then, I have been. Um, I, you know, of course, now we're kind of digging a little bit deep into it and I get a little bit emotional, but I mean, day to day, I don't think about it. It doesn't bother me. I don't lose sleep over it. Right. It is what it is. I mean, he's chosen his life. I've chosen mine. I'm happy with mine. If he's happy with his, great. If he's not, that's his own fault. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been really hard, like over the years, I think <clears throat> one of the episodes we did with Adriana, mm-hmm. she talked about how her mom is uh did you listen to that one not yet um not yet so her mom um was an addict they had a really bad childhood it was her and her brother and her brother has decided not to to basically not communicate or or see her mother and their mother and that kind of thing and she's Mm -hmm. always talked to her mother you Mm -hmm. know she's younger he's Mm -hmm. older Mm -hmm. and I asked her if it was hard being like the in-between, you know, that, that yeah. person. Cause I know what that feels yeah. like, you know? Yeah. And, um, it's just been, it's, it's so crazy to think back on it now and, and realize like what we went through and, you know, especially mm-hmm. what you went through. Um, I think it's, you hear other people talk about like their bad childhood and you're yeah. like, that's crazy. That must have been so hard. And they always just say, like, that was my normal. I didn't yeah. realize that that was that mm-hmm. bad. And that's so true, I think, for anybody's, like, I mean, for our story as well. It's like yeah. to tell somebody, you know, what it what you went through and what, you know. And I knew all of those things were happening right. when they were happening. Right. But it was just like, yeah, my, you know, yeah, like my brother, he doesn't really have a good relationship. And I, I would just be like, I don't really either, but I still like going, you know, it was just like, mm-hmm. it was, it was hard because I don't, I feel like there was never a time in my life that all of my family was okay with each other. There was always somebody no. that didn't like somebody else, oh, yeah. that was pissed at somebody else, that didn't oh, yeah. talk to somebody else. And that's such a hard thing to put on a child. Um it's so much pressure to put on some anybody, mm-hmm. let alone a child. And <clears throat> I know that they, you know, everybody thought that they were doing the correct thing in their mind, you know. Um, but it's just, I've learned a lot now being a parent, just realizing that you don't have to have family in your life just because they're family right Mm -hmm. right which has been a really really hard thing for me to come to terms with and like realize that just because it's important to me doesn't mean that it's important to everybody else right and that's um something that i probably should have learned as a child but it's taken me having a child to like realize that yeah Thankfully, you learned it a little, like, much sooner. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I can always, 
we we joke because we send each other memes about how you can cut people out of your you can't cut people out of your life that easily and it's like the one of Morticia Adams with she's snipping the rose heads off and it's like yeah actually I can that's David for sure you are when you're dead to me you're dead to me yeah Yeah. and I still don't know that I like I am at that point I probably never will be I will never probably be able to cut anyone completely out of my life but I am definitely much more comfortable with the distance. Mm Um, just because now I've actually been through it. Yeah. And it's healthier. I mean, yeah. to keep, you know, it's better for you to keep a distance. It wasn't if you the need first to. few months. Let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, those were rough. Those were, mm-hmm. that was a really, yeah. she witnessed it first, you know, like in well, person. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, but it is slowly getting easier. But I did say on another episode that like, my therapist basically told me that I hibernate my feelings mm-hmm. and that's a hundred percent true because same, like when we start talking about it or anything like that, it's like those emotions come back up mm-hmm. and it's, and I feel them and I get through them, but day to day it's, you don't I'm think fine. about it. I don't, yeah, yeah I don't think and about it. And it gets it. better. It, it does. Yeah. It, it gets better and better. And every once in a while, you know, you have those weird little triggers where yeah, you totally. just happen to see, like, for, it sounds totally random, but if I see, like, quick sale meat at the grocery store, because we used to have to shop at, what was, it was a cheap, it was a discount store, and our stepmother would buy this really cheap meat, and we'd have to, and she'd make, like, a peppers, pepper, st- something disgusting. <laughs> And it was the cheapest, <laughs> grossest, chewiest meat. And I, and she would, of course, have to sit there until I ate it. And Ew. it was the only way I could leave the table. Um, but just weird, just little random things. Yeah, I know. The little, that is weird. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. That's just an example. I mean, it's not every time. Right. But, you know, you can't always help, right. you know, the things that pop up. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I mean, I have, I've learned to just, and then when I have little vent sessions like this, I kind of look at it as, you know, I had a little bit built up and it's getting released and now I'm yeah. empty again and yeah. I'm good. Yeah. So. Yeah. I definitely know that like talking to you about it has become much easier over the years mm-hmm. because when we were younger, if I brought anything up about dad, it was like. Oh, I had a lot of hate, a Oof. lot of anger, <laughs> yeah. a lot that I carried around for a long time. And I think that's another reason I acted out so much. And I mean, I use substances to kind of mask the pain. And I, I did. I mean, I self-medicated for a long time. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, like, when, at what point did you feel like you worked through that anger and you just maybe not came to terms, but. So I realized I was good so I, I'd come to terms with it, but I might, I was really tested at Denise's wedding because I hadn't okay. had to see him. He was thousands of miles away. Sure. Didn't have to think about it. It was out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Yeah. In my head, I was like, you're good. There's no... And of course, I got a little bit nervous. But when I finally saw him in person, I had nothing. There was no... There wasn't really anger. There was no hatred. There was no... I didn't miss him. There was nothing, which I was totally fine with. Yeah. Um, and I su- kind of surprised myself. And that's when I knew... I didn't, I wasn't carrying around this big, you know, lump of anger anymore. Um, I was going to say, I feel like maybe you had started to work on getting rid of that. And then I think it ignited again after Bama, like when Bama Oh, when Bama passed away, that was, I had a lot of anger. Well, I was just angry at that time anyways. I mean, I was 21. I mean. uh, Yeah, it wasn't just him. No, it was ever it was yeah and you know the fact that he wasn't he couldn't even make it up there to see her before she passed away and like she had been talking you know wanting him to come up there and and her being so important to you yeah and, yeah. yeah like that's your mother like right. i wish that was my mother and how dare you like right. 
you know. So the, I had a lot of anger. And then for him to just come up and want to be a part of the funeral planning and all the, the after stuff. And it was like, fuck you. You weren't even here. You barely spoke to her. You treated her like shit. Like, no, this is ridiculous. And I did. I felt very outcast. Um, I made sure to be at the funeral home because I knew what she wanted, what she didn't right. want. I spoke up. I said my piece. And that was it. I mean, I did. I held a lot of uh, resentment and anger towards uh, my grandfather, Dana, my aunt, my uncle, Denise. I did. I was very angry. I felt very alone. Yeah. Um, I had nobody. I mean, I had Cindy. Mm-hmm. Thank God for Cindy. Um, but I did. I had nobody. For At least that's how I felt for right. quite a while after she passed away. And that did. That caused a lot of uh, relationship strains between Denise and my grandfather and my aunt and everything. But... Um, you know, that's just, that's how I felt. I mean, I yeah. feel like you can't help how you feel. Every Your feelings yeah. are valid no matter right. the circumstances. Well, so. and I, I feel like especially in that circumstance, right? Because nobody else was feeling the same Nobody could really anyone under- else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like we were all, I was mourning not just the loss of her, but the loss of time that I felt mm-hmm. like had, you know, was stolen from me. Yeah. We just all had such different, like nobody was the yeah. same in that situation. Yeah. Everyone had a completely different relationship and history with her. Mm-hmm. So we were all feeling it totally differently. And we are all, at that point, still, I was a bit of a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Dana was for sure still oh, yeah. a people yeah. pleaser at that point. Um, Papa has always been a people pleaser. Oh, yeah. will always yeah. be. I feel um, like I was one of the only ones to be to be like, guys, this is bullshit. Like, yeah. you're faking right now. You're you're acting. Like, why can't you just say what you're feeling? Like, I was always that kid. Like, yeah. I was always the one. Like, this isn't. We're all being fake right now. Like, no, I don't like you. This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you should have been up here a lot sooner. You have no reason to even be here to talk about her last wishes or anything like that. Yeah. And they all, you know, and they wanted to be a family, and it was like a morning right. time, and that was not me. I'm like, this is yeah. not. This is fake. I'm not going to be part of this. Yeah. Because um, I, I, yeah, I think that it was not only that, but like, you know, you kind of feeling it makes more sense that she was like your only person at that point. She was. She was my only person. And so to lose her and not have her there for that situation is probably yeah. even yeah. worse. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. um, and I was not in any place to be there for anybody. Like, like I said, I was, I was. That was, I mean, that was, that was rough for me as well. Oh, yeah. In a different way. Oh, yeah. um, and, and I'm uh, sure it was hard on our father, too. I mean, I can't yeah. take that from him. I don't know how he was feeling. Yeah. Um, and I know, of course, for Dana, too, um, and yeah, Papa. But, yeah. you know, I had my own, my own feelings and my own issues that yeah. I had to work through. So Yeah, that was a rough, that was a rough time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like that probably reignited a lot of those feelings that you had probably started to work through. And then, and then the wedding, yeah, would have been the mm-hmm. next time that you. So I guess between and I that, I was so stressed out, by the way, for that for wedding. That, because like, oh, like she I would said, call me randomly. Now you know you have to. This is my wedding day, but you have to do this for me. <laughs> like, I would like just, just be, like, and I was like, Denise, I will be fine. I promise you, it'll be fine. And of course, in my head, I'm like, oh god, just keep it together, David. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know how I'm going to act. You know, I really didn't know how I was going to act when I first saw him or my yeah. stepmother. Yeah. But I, like I said, nothing, which yeah. was great. And I, I wouldn't have done that to her anyways. And I mean, at that time, too, there were so many. It wasn't just that. It was dad and mom. Yeah. Mom and Uncle Donald. And Papa. Mom and Papa. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's so many other 
things, yeah. you know, that yeah. it was just like your in-laws meeting your parents. And, my, yeah, my in-laws. I have no idea how there. this is gonna go. Yeah. yeah, and I was so stressed out. I wanted it to be. I was so stressed out about it being perfect and yeah, beautiful and and all these things and everyone being happy and but I was also stressed out at like what if this person and this person get into it or what happened like do <laughs> yeah. I do this or like do I ask someone to leave who would I ask to leave yeah. like that, that's kind of taking sides like it was just it was crazy like thinking back on it the only reason I'm glad that I did that wedding was because I got the most amazing photos out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I had the photos. Well, obviously, <laughs> it was nice, but <laughs> I say wedding. Obviously, like the marriage, I'm still, you oh, know, yeah. like, sure. I would do that again, but like, uh, like every, every day, but I would have just gone to the courthouse. Like, that would have been so much less stressful. Oh, and yeah. so much less stressful. And not just because of the wedding planning, but having all of those people in the same place but it went, was so terrifying. It was great. I was going to say, yeah, but you, nothing but, happened. But, like, the lead up to Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. So I tried bad. to comfort you and say, like, yeah, you know, I'm not It wasn't working. I know. I know. Because you've seen me pop off. Exactly. So, you know. Yeah, I'm sure you prepared for the like, worst. Like, you may think that you'll be fine, but... I don't believe you. <laughs> no, well, I, I knew. I, I was going to be fine. Yeah. So. It was crazy. It was such a crazy, ugh, such a crazy week. Um, but it ended up being great. It was fine. It was amazing. Like I said, the pictures were mm-hmm. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was a really good time. Um, but yeah, I think that that's probably, I'm, gl- I'm glad that that's when you, I'm glad that you were, you had let go of those feelings by yeah. that point and i didn't like i said i didn't know it until yeah. i actually laid eyes on them and i was like okay you're actually like it was a lot easier than i thought and yeah it, yeah. it was fine i didn't feel like yelling or saying anything or being a smart ass or anything like that so. <laughs> yeah do you think it had anything to do with the fact that it was like your wedding my wedding i'm sure that had part of it because that's what i would tell myself in my head like it's denise's day you can do it for a day no big deal um, so I was prepared to just bite my tongue all day, mm-hmm. but I didn't have to in the end. Yeah. I just didn't have to interact and it was fine. Yeah. And he left me alone, which yeah. I appreciate. And, yeah. and I think that's what I told you. I was like, it's just, all I ask is, you know, they don't come up to me or say anything and I'm, I'm oh, good. Trust me. I was going to like every single person. <laughs> it wasn't just you that I was I'm calling sure, randomly I'm and being sure. like, Hey, chill out. <laughs> like, <laughs> but if anybody who would pop off, it would probably yeah, be Yeah. I mean, me. you were definitely the most <laughs> <laughs> worrisome. <laughs> But I was, I say, I had the same conversation with, with mom, with Uncle mm-hmm. Donald, with Papa, with dad. Like, yeah. it was just, you know, like, hey, can we just kind of, you know, get along, <laughs> yeah. stay in our own area? And, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, just not, you know, yeah, it was. But yeah, I, I have. I've, I've let go of a lot of things. Um, I, uh, I don't really think about it day to day. I'm, I, in a weird way, I'm thankful for the way things went. I mean, like we said, who, where, you know, who knows where I'd be mm-hmm. now. But uh, I know to tell people when I get in depth about the story and they kind of, their eyes just get wider and wider. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh God, it really was bad. But, <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. I'm sure like to, to you or yeah. something, it's, it seems crazy. But like I said, it's weird because it does just, it was just normal. Everything was not not good, but normal. But we like, lived in chaos. Yeah. Unexpected. Yeah. Nothing. The chaos was normal. Us. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, David's back in Alaska. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. You know, or oh, David ran away. Did they find him? Yeah. Okay. 
yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just, yeah, normal. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so through all of this, like during all of this, at what moment or at what point in your life did you realize that you were gay, that you were... Um, so I guess always, but I also, like, if I get into this conversation with people, I do believe that everybody's on a spectrum and I don't think there's just gay, straight. Mm-hmm. I think there's... Jordan loves that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now you can be, you can be masculine and totally into chicks, but you might be like 98%. I, I just yeah. feel like everybody falls on a spectrum. Some people are more far right. Some people are more far left. Some people are right in the middle. Um, I don't consider myself 100% gay. I do find women attractive now and then, and I have dated women and been with women, but um, never felt whole or complete, like I could have a relationship or or anything like that. Um, I've always kind of known. I'd be more attracted to the the male role in a movie as opposed to the female or... um, But, uh, you know, I've also... We were... I don't know, I feel like we were kind of raised in like the south and and even north mm-hmm. pole of all places is weirdly conservative and yeah, backwards yeah. and so it was just something that was not okay i mean taboo you get made fun of and you know i still remember like the matthew shepherd thing where they where he got hung up on the fence and was dragged and killed just for being gay in a bar um because that, that was here no that was oh. in like a midwest somewhere but there was like oh. a movie on mtv and i remember oh, watching oh. it in middle school um it had like janine garofalo and uh, but it was the Matthew Shepard story. And that was like one of the first times. And then I remember like people making fun of Uncle Buck and Uncle Larry mm-hmm. and didn't quite make the connection. But then as I got older, realized why they kind of did. And then, I mean, Uncle Buck passed away of AIDS. I yeah. mean, so that was scary. Yeah. Um, it just, you know, so I was. So did you ever consider like what I guess my my biggest question is what made you hold that in for so long? Was it just the fear? Was it cuz not even to like people you were close mm-hmm. to, you know, I mean you that you kept that in. I guess in. it was the fear and then also I mean there was, you know, of I was always the person if you tell me uh something I would do the opposite or <laughs> I always knew better. So if someone was like, "Are you gay?" No. And yeah. then I'd have to prove that I wasn't. Yeah. Um, or, you know, butch it up because... I remember getting really defensive for, for yeah. you. Yeah. Like, when other people would ask me, I'd be like, no, he's not. Like, right. it's... Cause, because that's how you were. And I just yeah, always exactly. wanted to defend you. I get and very like, defensive. Yeah. And so um, there was that part. And then there was a time when our stepmother told you that I was gay. Mm-hmm. And this was like... I mean, you were in maybe middle school or something stupid. I, I mean, you were young. Uncle Buck was visiting them in Florida. And mm-hmm. I was there too, and I think maybe, maybe after they left, yeah, she said like Uncle Buck. But I was David's also gay or something. Yeah, but like I was that, also yeah. like what thirteen or something. You know, I was still yeah. too young to put a label on. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And for her to try to, you know, that's nobody's business but mine. And I mm-hmm. still don't think, you know, you it's nobody. You don't ask somebody if they're gay. That's yeah. that's not your business. Does it matter to you what somebody does behind their bedroom door has nothing to do with you? Yeah. Um, it doesn't change who they are as a person. Um. You know, like, and like I said, everybody's on a spectrum. I mean, it's not, I'm a little bit, I'm not very flamboyant and I don't wear no. bright colors and I don't go to pride and I don't yeah. like to go to gay bars or anything like that. That's just not me. Yeah. Um, but there are some that do, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there are straight people that like to go to gay bars. I like to go to gay bars. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so what, um, were you worried about Bama at all? 
I, it's kind of hard, I think, because I'd put on a show for so long, like it was an act, um, pretty yeah. much. And I didn't want to break character. Um, she'd randomly be like, you know, we'd be watching TV and like Jessica Simpson would come on. She'd be like, do you think, you think she's pretty? And I'd be like, yeah, she's pretty. You know, like, <laughs> of course, I think so. Yeah. And of course, I had like, you know, middle school Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera mm-hmm. posters up. And I'd tell her because I thought they were hot, but really, I just love their music. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so, and the Spice Girls, you know, yeah. I was like, oh, they're so pretty, but I just love their music. <laughs> so, <laughs> we used to That's rock awesome. out to some Spice oh, yeah. Girls. <laughs> I still do on occasion. Um, but yeah, it was just maybe something to prove or prove to myself, like, no, you're not this way. Because, you know, I. I guess that was my my other question was, did you not want to feel no, that way? No, no, I definitely did not. I was, I hated myself for a long time for yeah. being attracted to men. Like, what is wrong with me? Um, this is, you know, I'm never going to find anybody. You're never going to have kids. People are going to hate you. You'll get AIDS. I mean, really, yeah. all these things run through your head. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's pretty much what I was exposed to. Yeah. And growing up in the South and then also like, you know, North Pole, Alaska, it's super conservative. So it was never okay. We never saw gay people. I never saw men holding hands. I never really saw it on TV at the time. I mean, yeah. it just wasn't around. Nobody really talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and then, you know, Uncle Buck was the only person and even... And even that was like you not no, talked about. No. It was like, I told Jordan, like, I didn't know that they were a couple mm-hmm. <laughs> until it like clicked in my yeah. head when I was like 13 or 14 or 12 oh or however God. old, yeah. you know, and just being like, oh, and there'd be oh, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. there'd be like little things like, um, you know, Papa, if we were like, I remember one time we were in like maybe Michigan or something, we were in an outlet and we were in the Tommy Hilfiger outlet. And this is just one example, but for some reason I remember this vividly. There was like a crushed velvet, like Tommy Hilfiger top. And I was like, I like this. And Papa made some kind of comment. Well, yeah, you wore that. You look like your uncle Buck or something like that. Like alluding to the fact like, oh, you look gay if you wear that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I always tried to like, you know, wear, wear, you know, masculine clothing and like yeah. the, for a while it was like the, the FUBU and Echo and then oh, it was yeah. like, uh, you know, Hurley and Quicksilver mm-hmm. and, you know, I really tried to, and I did like those clothes, but yeah. I also, there were times in high school I'd try to like the trucker hat or like, you know, yeah. try to be a little bit trendy and then someone would make a comment and I'd have to get rid of it Yeah, because, you know, that's just how it was. I mean. I would get dragged through the dirt in like middle school because I would act or talk different. And there were kids that would, I mean, bully, like really yeah. mean just because yeah. you act or, or do things differently. Yeah. Um, and I was always very particular about my hair and I always liked to dress nice. And you I mean, like the simple life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love Paris Hilton <laughs> and Nicole Richie. Like, I mean, I did. I, I, I mean, I watched Daria and not that that's, you know, but yeah. I mean, I was always a little bit ahead too. I watched like more mature movies and mm-hmm. um, like John Waters films and stuff when I was in like middle school and high school. I'd sneak and get like Pink Flamingos because Bumma didn't know what it was. And um, so I always kind of like knew, but I try to suppress it as much as possible. Um, for a while, I was like, okay, well, you'll find someone you like enough, have a baby. If you get divorced, that's fine because that's normal. But at least you have a child. <laughs> you know, I know that sounds crazy. Yeah. And then as I got older, it was like, I kind of, before I came out and everything, I got in a really dark place and I just, I just knew in my head, I was just going to die alone. I'll be okay. You know, I'll just be by myself forever. And I, you know, Denise has a husband and so she'll have kids and so it'll all be okay. I'll just be around. And so was that like, was that part of you not telling anyone like what was just like the 
the thought of maybe this will change? Did you ever think this will change or did you just think that... I don't know about change, but maybe the right girl would come along or, you know, maybe it could happen and... I don't know, but I, like I said, I self-medicated so much to where I didn't even was, have to deal with it. That was the I was it. actually going to ask was, do you think a lot of that during that time was maybe related to... Yeah. Was oh, we, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Because, you know, you see, you know, my sister getting a relationship and, and, and getting, you know, about always to get married. always making fun of me for being in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and I never... And now, even if I was out at, at a young age, I don't think I'd be in relationships because, you know, it took me a while to, to grow up and be okay with living with somebody else, but... Um, no, I, you know, you see everybody else growing up and, and dating and doing all these things. And, um, I guess I was hoping maybe something, you know, someone would come along, but it was, you know, up here it's really rare. I don't know. Yeah. And like I said, I just to not think about it. I would just drink, you know, I drink a lot and party and do drugs. And I was always the fun guy. I was always the party kid. I was the one that could go out and get everybody rounded up and find the drugs. And, you know, yeah. I was like, that was my role. I mean, that was, that's just how it was. Um, but I mean, I didn't tell anybody like. Well, what, what motivated you? Cause I, I still remember like the day that you called me and you were all nervous and See, I told me. I don't you remember. Were, you were wasted. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it, when I first came out to people, I was, I had, I was drunk for each person. Um, I was having a conversation with, I was working at Boys and Girls Home, and there was a therapist there, her name was Sarah, and she and I were pretty close. Unfortunately, we've kind of lost contact, but um, she and I would talk after work, um, and I'd be drunk, and I, you know, that was kind of my thing for a while after work. I'd kind of call, talk to my coworkers and drink while I was talking to them and get into conversations, and somehow, um, let's see, I had had a crush on somebody... That was a guy, and somehow she kind of got it out of me, and she didn't freak out. She didn't say, oh, my God, or she was like, okay, and? And I was, like, waiting for that. Right. The what do you mean? What? 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so she and I kind of talked about it a little bit, and um, she was the only person that knew for a while, and finally, you know, I don't know if it was her that convinced me or me or just my, you know, my drunken state or whatever, but... It felt so good to just tell somebody, like mm-hmm. just to have one person know. Just to have that door. Yeah, open, like, just yeah, a little a cre- bit. Yeah. yeah, and it was so. It was such a relief. Um, I think that's probably what started the the snowball was just one person and how much better it made me feel. And of course, you know, my sister. I, I you know I try not to keep anything from. And then I just felt bad for not telling her, my best friend, Cindy. I mean, just to keep this live for so long. I was thinking that maybe they were the next two people. I'm pretty sure Denise and Cindy were definitely the first two, um, other than Mm -hmm. Sarah, who was a therapist. So, I mean, that's that was kind of nice, too, to have. have (laughs) Um, But and then just kind of slowly from there. I mean, it. uh, Yeah. Trying to think of who else it would have been um, after well, that. Well, when you told me, um, we were on the phone for about 20, maybe 30 minutes before you had me conference in Jennifer. Okay, I, I, I vaguely remember that. I, I do. Our stepsister. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> stepsister from your stepdad? From Greg, yeah. yeah okay. Um, I remember <clears throat> that. And then, but I don't really remember... I do. I also remember you telling me not to tell Steven yet, <laughs> not to no, tell okay. Bear, 
And I think maybe like the next week you came over or something or maybe just stopped by and grabbed something. I jumped in your car and I was like, um, can I tell Steven? And you were like, oh, you haven't told him yet? And I was like, no, you told me not to. Like, what the heck? Yeah. And uh, you're like, oh, I wonder why I told you that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, nobody understands how hard it is to come out unless you have been in that position. And it's different for everybody. And kids nowadays, I mean, growing up, a lot of parents just know. And it's just not questioned. And it's just, and I mean, I I envy that. Um, I hope that I can be that parent if it ever comes up of, like you said, like she didn't, Sarah didn't, she said, and? Yeah, okay, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Or just not even quite, like, just to have that question asked is, I mean, for a parent to be like, do you, do you like boys? Like, it's, do you like boys or girls? Or mm-hmm. just don't even say anything. Just right. let them be themselves. Whoever they bring home, you know, that's their choice. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was. It was it's like, you, you don't know how it feels until you go through it. It's, yeah. It's rough. And I mean, I didn't come out till I was, what, 27? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's really late. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived a lot of my life... Uh, in a really dark place because of that. Um, but, you know, I mean, I had to go through it one way or the other, and it happened the way it happened. So, and you're just so much happier. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. I'm so much happier. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, uh, and nobody changed. Nobody. Right. I mean, of course, our mother may ask some <laughs> some questions that are not quite appropriate but you know i mean that's that's just her i mean that's that generation Probably as, as well to be expected maybe. yeah like yeah like who wears the pants like we both wear pants you know <laughs> um or who's the male in the relationship well we're both men you yeah know? so yeah. it's she asked oh, you that oh yeah no, oh yeah Stop. so and that's one of, it's ignorance you know there's right. a difference between ignorance and stupidity ignorance but is when I you don't know say any better in her, like to her I don't know the right, not in her defense, but to her, I can't think of the next to word. To play devil's advocate. Yeah. Um, she, from the, the time you came out <clears throat> to now, now it's just, it's just normal. Yeah. It's, she doesn't, you know, like, but in the beginning it was like, she would call me and ask me questions, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and I was like, mom, <laughs> What? No. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, and now it, she's just so, it just seems like she's relaxed so and much she more. Has. And she really has. Yeah. I mean, and, and she, our mother's come a long way. She really has. Like, we have a good relationship now. I, I, uh, I do enjoy seeing her when I get to. She, of course, she wants to see me more often, but yeah. I'm still an introvert and I like to go home. So, <laughs> um, but no, she's come a long way. And yeah. really, though, as a, as afraid as I was to come out and talk to everybody, it wasn't that big of a deal like I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, the, and and thankfully you have you decided to surround yourself with people, yeah, that would support you in anything, right? That and we that we knew that as long as you were happy, mm-hmm. we don't care, right? Like we have no, and again, it's not, like you said, it's none of our business. Like right. yeah. I, all I care about is that you're happy, right? And it's right. very obvious, right? How much happier, happier oh, yeah. you are now? Yeah, it's than completely different. Ago. Yeah, I mean, then there's the, you know, they used to say, well, you can't choose your family, but no, you can. I mean, you yeah. can choose your family. You choose who you, you know, you surround yourself with, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I did. I chose to surround myself with really good people and, um, 
they're all still around today. So and luckily, you just got me like <laughs> handed to you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Even though when I was born, you said I ruined your life. <laughs> well, that's pretty typical for an older brother to say yeah. of a younger sister. So well, you also tried to kill me a few times. So well, maybe not kill. <laughs> um, you unscrewed the bunk beds. Do you remember this? You, I'm going to say no. <laughs> you slept on top. I was on the bottom. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> the, the colored ones, the yellow and blue. And, yeah. yeah. And, you, and he unscrewed yeah. something, but it did fall. Like, the bunk bed <laughs> fell, and thankfully it fell, like, on the foot end, and I wasn't long enough to be, you know, mm-hmm. for my feet or anything to be down no. there, but it fell, and basically, had it gone the other way, it totally just could have crushed me. Oh, my gosh. I do remember putting thumbtacks in your pillow, like oh facing God. outwards. Yeah, and I hit you in the head with a two by four that one time. Mm-hmm. Um, you put nail polish on my popcorn when I wasn't looking. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we need to stop. <laughs> this makes me sound like a sociopath. I promise I'm not. <laughs> well, you were, you were a. I was a very angry, troubled, yeah. troubled child. Yes. yes, yes, I was. No, it's not that way anymore. No. It's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> I was a very angry child, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's definitely changed. I'm so grateful for our relationship now and I'm so happy to have you be such a big part of my life even though you're not here right which I still I understand but it it's still hard for me it's every time I see you it's It's hard hard for for me too um he was just saying at the beginning because I can't remember if I asked you if you would ever come back or but you were saying you know every time I come it's so wonderful but I just remember Mm -hmm. like I left for a reason right 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 yeah I mean I do I love to come up and visit and I I mean I do this will always be my home and who knows I may end up here yeah um but for now uh I've I've kind of outgrown it um you know there's only so much you can do here there's only so many people you can meet um and, you know, my boyfriend of four years, his whole family's down there. And I love his family as well. Yeah. Ben, um, I love him. Yeah. So. Where did you guys meet, if you don't mind me asking? We met at his restaurant uh, that he works at, Rafferty's. Um, we met online. Okay. Go figure. Gay men meeting online. <laughs> um, but just to hang out. I mean, that was literally, and I'm, I'm not just saying that. It was just like, hey, I'm in the area hanging out. Um we, I think we chatted for a minute. We both like to smoke weed. So he had some. So I was like, all right, well, let's hang out. And yeah. I just kind of went from there. I still kind of had a boyfriend at the time up here uh, who I was seeing and I actually lived with, but I was visiting down there. So nothing really happened. Um, but I was there visiting for about a, I'd say, month and a half. And in that time, broke up with the boyfriend, the current boyfriend at the time that I was living with, like for good. Um, and so I kind of wanted to pursue things with Ben a little bit more. And uh, so another reason to move down. So it just all, everything kind of fell into place and um, went down there. And we've just kind of been together ever since. The first year was a little bit rocky, but I mean, that happens in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've grown stronger because of it. And I miss him when he's not around. And I we don't really argue. It's just easy. Yeah. Um, we have a lot in common, but we also are very different. He's an extrovert. I'm an introvert. So we try to balance that balance out. Balance it out, yeah. yeah That's like, cool. He'd be out every night hanging out with people, and I would be home every evening by myself. So it's a it's a good mix. I love Ben. He's definitely part of the family. Like, Yeah, yeah. I know that probably... 
You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I usually pick people that other people like better than me. I know that sounds wrong, but I mean, Bumma always likes Cindy better than me. <laughs> I mean, Cindy was the golden child. I mean, Cindy would go over and hang out with Bumma when I would be at work and stuff. Um, and of course, everybody loves Ben. I choose people that kind of bring me out of my shell, I sure. feel like. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think he absolutely does that for you. Yeah. Like, you, you guys balance each other out very well. Like, I was just telling someone the other day... Maybe me. Maybe Jordan. <laughs> probably know. Jordan. Um, that, like, Ben Ben levels you out like Steven levels me out. Like, mm-hmm. we're both such high stress and anxiety and, like, have to get things done mm-hmm. a certain way and on mm-hmm. time and these certain ways. And we need, like, a low stress, yes. like, yes. easygoing mm-hmm. person. And Ben is definitely that for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's happy to come up on his, you know, he only gets two vacations a year and they have to be planned six months in advance. And he's more than happy to come up here and and see my family and my friends and and just hang out. I mean, just, I mean, all we've done related the whole time is eat and we've gone to the dispensaries and uh, (laughs) we've hiked and gone to the hot springs. It's just really relaxed. It doesn't have to be like an exotic vacation or anything. Just he's happy to be around my family and friends just as much as I am. Well, I think he's just happy to be with you. Yeah. yeah. He's happy to go wherever. And I love that he's with me too. I mean, that's, that's great. We always have such a good time. So, yeah, I think it's funny because uh, you always, like I said, would make fun of me for being in relationships. (laughs) And if I was away from somebody (laughs) and missing them, it'd be like, shut up you know like it's not even real (laughs) well in my defense you would be on your phone texting like constantly like you always i was a teenage girl david (laughs) even still now in my relationships i mean i'll go a couple you know if i'm on vacation i'm gone i mean it'll be a text here and there but it's not like i have to have well i'm that way now yeah but i was a teenage girl you've never been a teenage girl (laughs) that's true that's true Well, I would um, like to end this with saying, one, I am super thankful that you came and you talked. And I know you're nervous about it, but... I'm okay now. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> Oops. I'm <a> trash <laughs> Breaking stuff. Um, and I'm super thankful that you are my brother and that we've been able to remain as close as we have throughout everything that we've been through. And I love you. I love you too. Uh, I'm thankful for all the same things. Uh, I don't think that it's typical for brother and sister to be this close. So Mm -mm. I am. I mean, I think we grew up for the way we did for a reason. And that's the reason we're so close right now. So I have to explain it to people. Oh, I know. It's hard. (laughs) It's like my sister's also my best friend. (laughs) We didn't really grow up together. Yeah. So we don't talk all the time, but it really, it's not. No, it's fine. Like, yeah, Yeah. it's a really hard thing for people to understand, I think, because it's not. Mm-hmm. your typical brother-sister relationship. I have to say, it's been just nice meeting you and talking to you because I hear so much about you. Right. <laughs> um, but, so I have to, this is so funny. Um, hopefully you remember. I don't think it was that long ago, but maybe like a year ago. Um, but Denise is in her office and she's like, Jordan, I got this really weird package and I have no idea who it came from. It's so fucking weird. Like (laughs) she was just like really concerned and she shows me a picture and their earrings like (laughs) fish in a 
Like, what would you like a fish? They look like the goldfish like that you bag. win from the fair. Yeah, but mini ear like earrings. So they're <laughs> like a plastic bag, yeah. right? Yeah. You're like, I don't think it's somebody who thought they were like cute, but maybe it was my brother. But I don't think it was my brother. And we were just like going yeah. through a list of people. Like, well, the, one they would have to know my address. Mm-hmm. They didn't ask, and it was just hilarious. And then I think the next day she was like, Yeah, it was David. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I like David. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. the next, the next like week, I sent you, so because I was like, well, now I have, I'm gonna send mm-hmm. him something random. Send me little <laughs> rubber chickens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> little mini rubber chickens that were also cell phone charms. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, you. <laughs> <ew. laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to share any of your <laughs> social media handles for people? Uh, do you they, know what it is? Instagram's at David Boyens, and Facebook's David Boyens 2, mm-hmm. capital I, capital I. Uh, <laughs> that's all I have. I don't have Snapchat or Twitter. Twitter or or... Okay. No, works. just the two. Is it at David Boyens? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay. Because, I, I mean, I got Instagram, like, before I even knew what it was. I mean, it was, like, yeah. when I first got my iPhone. I thought iPhone. it was, like, a camera app. Yeah, I did, too. I yeah, I thought it was a camera app. <laughs> So it's like, what, well, I have to put Filters. this in my name? Ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. what's that? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's still just at David Boyens. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming and hanging out. Thanks for having me. Now we're going to go home so you can make me some dinner. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I got to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> Show you chicken. Hey, M&Ms. Thanks for joining us once again on Mental Maintenance Monday. We wanted to take time to remind you that your story deserves to be told. That's right, and you can always reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at MentalMPodcast, or email us at mmpodcast1 at gmail.com. We love you. Bye.